Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for coming to Luke Cockroft's The Human Connection, where we talk about life and life abundantly. And welcome back, everyone. This is Luke Cockroft's Human Connection. I'm your host, of course, and here with me is my co-host. I'm Nolan. Thanks for having me back, Luke. Of course. Today, we're going to be talking to our friend, Owen. Owen, give us a little bit about yourself and how we know you. Hello. I'm Owen. I went to school with Luke and I think with Nolan for a little bit. Uh, I'm almost 22 and I work at a movie theater movie theater which one the uh, Regal in downtown oh nice yeah. nice I'm an usher my my good friend uh, Austin Bettis used to work there yes did yeah. you work with him I did not but I talked to him whenever I first got hired over there oh nice um, and during the interview the guy who was talking to me he remembered Austin <laughs> Nice. He had like a smirk. He was like, so how do you know Austin? I was like, oh, well, I went to, went to school with him. Good old Austin Bettis. So, working in a movie theater, what's that like? Do you... I guess my question is, have you noticed a decline in movie theater going? Oh, yeah. As oh, of yeah. COVID? I was kind of going downhill before COVID even. So, if there wasn't something like Star Wars or like a Marvel movie coming out... Um, it would just be dead a lot of the times. Really? And then now post-COVID, it's kind of here and there as to whether you know, there's a business or not. It's kind of the same issues, but different times, if anything. I just feel like there hasn't really been good enough movies to like go to. You know? like It comes down to the point of Hollywood is known to have those moments of like wow that was a great movie and you know it was a hollywood or a big name like movie all set up put a lot of money into it it just seems like 75 80 percent of those nowadays have come out subpar like oh well yeah to yeah because a lot of the big like what i mentioned earlier with like star wars and marvel i heard it like goes before i worked over there but I heard people talking about the hell that unleashed whenever Endgame came out and then I was there like right before the last Star Wars movie came out mm -hmm. so it was kind of it was kind of picking up around that point because it was around Christmas-ish yeah um, but then after that it was pretty dead I've always loved going to the movies like 2016 was considered to be one of my best years of my life because I was just running around doing whatever I wanted and life was good in that year. I would go see a lot of movies. I would take girls like I literally saw movies more than once in the theaters like I saw the movie uh, Central Intelligence with uh, The Rock and Kevin Hart. I saw that three times. And then in you, theaters three yeah, times, yeah. Oh my God. goodness! <laughs> but literally, there's this other movie called Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. I saw that six times in the theater. That is literally one of the funniest movies in the world. Six every, times in the theater. Yes, it was worth every single. Okay, maybe you paid number like five hundred dollars to that see a, this that movie. That is a lot of money. You know what? It got me an audience with Adam Devine himself. 
Well, not like an audience. I did talk to them. You know how on Facebook they have the check mark means verified and they're all official. That's the official account. Sometimes not all the actors are the ones running their accounts on social media, but Adam Devine is. So there's Zac Efron and Adam Devine. Adam Devine is best known for his roles in Workaholics. and love Workaholics. Yeah, great show, great show. I just messaged him just out of the blue. I was like, hey... Just got out of Mike and Dave Wedding Dates for the fifth time, man. It was a great movie. Loved it. And he's like, thanks, man. Really appreciate that. And then it went on to, like, I literally asked him several more questions. And I asked him about acting and whatnot. And he literally gave me a book message about acting. And about how it was, like, 16-hour days of just doing so. I was just like, wow. Like, he really took time out of his day that's actually, to give me that's a, really cool, actually. a book message like a full on conversation yeah so I had to watch it one more time because of that <laughs> I was like that's where the sixth the last the last <laughs> and now I haven't seen it since I have not watched that movie outside of the theaters but that does not mean I wouldn't watch it again at theaters in theaters. <laughs> if it comes in theaters again I might I've been thinking about renting a whole theater to myself just to play that no. movie. Just kidding. <laughs> just gets a projector and just plays that <laughs> with that movie. Kind of off topic, but you're wearing a Jujutsu Kaisen shirt, right? No, it's no. JoJo's. What is that? It's JoJo's. JoJo's. Bizarre Adventure. Okay, okay, okay. Does that not look like, um, uh, doesn't that look like, um, oh, I can never think of their names because they're all, like, yeah. hard for me to pronounce, but the, Are you talking about the, oh, I think I know what you're talking about the. The like instructor from Jujutsu Kaisen, the so. blonde guy. Yeah. Yeah, that, that I looks cannot a, remember. Strikingly his name. similar, and the name also looks similar. But I think I've also seen. Um, yeah. The other one too, or bits and pieces of it, so that might. Have this been like, yeah, it's like one of my. Have you seen Jujutsu Kaisen? A little bit. I know the character you're talking about. It's like the business guy yeah. who's like, yeah. man, I hate doing this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've seen a little bit. I'm not caught up. How about uh, Demon Slayer? No. My no. roommate and I are watching that. Okay. Um, Have you seen the movie? That's what I was really interested in, because you work at a movie theater, and they've been coming out with a lot of like anime movies like made yeah. for the West. I have not seen that one. You haven't seen this, the Demon Slayer movie? Well, that's just because I'm not caught up on oh. the rest of it, because it kind of follows right after. Yeah. But uh, I've heard that it was really good. <laughs> But I'm not. I didn't spoil myself on anything. You work at a theater, and you haven't even you haven't even peeked in there. No, I didn't work <laughs> over there at the time. I, I don't know. When it comes to anime, I'm just the only anime that I've genuinely enjoyed or it captured my interest was Tokyo Revengers. Now that was a good show. It's about like this guy. He's like 23 or something, something like that. Middle-aged, early, younger-age guy. And he's going through life. He's just like, man, I'm, I'm just a pushover. And then literally he dies. But like as he dies, he's, he goes back in time. And like he's just like, what? He doesn't realize it at first. But then slowly like it comes back to where he goes back in time. And then he changes something in the past that caused causes like the future to obviously be altered but every single time that happens he's like wait a minute what like things change 
It's it's just a really good storyline. Don't spoil nothing. I've been thinking yeah, about watching that. Watch one. watch that one because that like I said, I'm not an anime guy per se, but that one I was just like, wow, the story, just the storytelling oh. aspect of that, like that was really genius. I, like I watched the English dub version, of course, because yeah, <laughs> I like me some uh, some JoJo's. I'm caught up entirely on One Piece, which is my my big achievement of that. Yeah. Um, Cowboy Bebop is a classic, uh, and then Mob Psycho. Those are some of my. I don't think I've seen any of those. That's interesting. I have really? to remember all those. Yeah, I've heard of Cowboy Bebop. <clears throat> yeah. The streamer that I watched, Oh Nickel, um, he mm. would always talk about Cowboy Bebop. And yeah, it, that's what that character's from. Cowboy Bebop. No, this is JoJo's. JoJo's. Oh, I'm so lost. <laughs> I've definitely seen that character before, yeah. like 100%, whether it be a meme or just a clip or oh, like yeah. catching someone else no, watching that it. No, that shows like meme culture entirely. Yeah, 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 so yeah. okay, that makes sense. Do you remember like the, a good few years ago, like the To Be Continued yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. That's what that's from. Oh, so okay. So I show it to people, and okay. it's, like, it's in part one and part two, and they're like, wait, that's what that's from? Like, okay, that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> Yeah. It's good times. Kind of sort of sound an anime rabbit hole, but I really wanted to figure out that <laughs> shit. No, that, man. no, that's fine. <laughs> so, what are some of the best things that you could say that's going on either in your life or your job, or what? What are some of the good highlights? Um, some of the best things happening in my life right now I mean I've started going to the gym recently I live around a country club so I just go over there and use the gym there so I don't really got to pay anything um, so that's been good and it's kind of built up more confidence for myself I'd say but um, other than that it's just I, I, I live life how it is I just go and do whatever like that that's typically how I like to run my life too is just go with the flow and here recently I mean me and Nolan have been talking about this off podcast but we're like man we probably should start planning things a little bit more and not yeah. just rolling with <laughs> go the with the flow, flow a little bit <laughs> sometimes well no it's like uh, you know going with the flow normally is fine but you know, planning stuff is also good. It's okay from time to time. Yeah, <laughs> if it needs to have a plan to it, then that's not bad. Like our whole friend group that we usually typically hang out with, they're, we're all the kings and queens of going with the flow. Oh, and yeah. so literally once we make the decision to hang out, it'll always be like, all right, so what are we doing? We kind of like pass the blame of the rest <laughs> of pick what we do. It's like nose goes. It's oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> It's pretty fun. But if somebody picks something to do and lets one other person know, then it's automatically assumed that everyone else is going and they're all on the same plan. Well, and then we all do go. And then, well, we do. <laughs> but it, it usually be like, oh, that's what we're doing. I didn't really know that. Did you know we're going to do this thing? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't hear that, but yeah, I'm down. Uh, yes. Come in. Like swimming that one time, like. Our friend mentioned she wanted to go swimming, and we're like, I, I was just like, yeah, I'm down, of course. I'll let our other friends know. Oh. And I mentioned it, and I was just like, hey, 
she wants to go swimming, and you're like, oh, I mean, I'm down. And I was just like, yeah, I'm down too. Yeah, we all kind of just like head nodded until one of our friends showed up, like fully decked out, swimsuit on, beach bag. Like, yeah, bag. And like, oh, we gotta go swim like right now. And was actually ready. <laughs> she was upset, visibly upset. She's just like, it was pretty um, funny. We still was swimming. <laughs> the gym. You said the gym. That can be grounding, can it? be grounded. Do you get a sense of like like when the gym is part of your routine, do you get like a like a sense of being grounded? Kind of. It's just I don't know. The way, the things that I'm, I'm trying to think here. The way that people use that kind of stuff is always very different. So like um, I, but me personally, I like to, I have all this shit that really annoys me in my life because just everything kind of tends to annoy me. Yeah. Um, I just go in there and I try to be just angry about pretty much everything that's been stacked up and then use that energy for something more positive and then I just go so it's like rest. a positive release. Exactly. I just go through the rest of the day just feeling better. I'm like, okay, I did something to benefit myself while also taking that kind of anger out. That's cool. That's super cool. Sometimes it really is a necessity to find healthy ways to get that built up rage anger out because not a lot of human beings realize that. Yeah. Like we all walk through our lives stressed out. A good 85% of us, 90% of us are just walking around stressed as hell. Yeah. Just absolutely stressed. And some, some people are aware of that. Some people aren't aware of that. And some people are aware but don't do anything about exactly. it. Exactly. I'm pointing at myself here. <laughs> like, I'm very stressed with my life. But I, I know what to do. Like, I know yeah. some healthy ways to cope. But for some reason, I just don't. Like, what motivates you to go to the gym? Like, what are the things that... Do you Um, just tell yourself some things? Like, you just force yourself? Or how does that... No, it's it's one of those things. It's mentally, I've learned this, if you do something long enough, if you get yourself into a routine long enough, and, like, you don't do it after a while, that will start to bother you. And I think it's starting to get that way for me, where it's like, oh, it's this day gotta go do that for an hour um so it's not really any motivating factor now it's just kind of become a routine but before that it was just that way of releasing that kind of stress so the release is what motivated you to get into the routine yeah pretty much that makes sense it's like man i do feel better doing that yeah yeah so so let's do it again next do Thursday it, yeah. or whatever. Every other day, yeah. Yeah, and then and then like you're saying, you, a month later you forget to do it one day, and you're like, "Well, done. And then it bothers me. I'm yeah, like, I didn't do it. <laughs> I've gotten that way with several times with different things, but you're saying that things stack up. Like, what? Describe some of those things that kind of gets you irritated. Um. So it's not too bad now, but uh. Before I went back to the movie theater, because I've worked there like three separate times, and I've just gone kind of back and forth. Um, I worked at an alcohol store down National over here, um, and that was quite possibly the most infuriating job I've ever worked. I deal with a lot of stupid people, both from the customer side and the 
people that I worked for. And it's just that built up like day by day to the point that I would just like explode. Um, and around that time is whenever working out was really, really beneficial because then I would go into work afterwards and be completely fine. I completely understand that on a it's like a spiritual <laughs> level almost because I work at Come and Go and yeah, there's so many different things that I could point out that's wrong. But yet at the same time, this job is really, I can't find anything else like it in the sense of like what I want to do to make ends meet for the time being until my life gets on track, so to speak. Yeah. Like, there really is those customers to where you're genuinely like, this is this is really how you live your day-to-day life, isn't it? But you really think you're not wrong here. And no. it's just mind-boggling. <laughs> just mind-boggling. There were literally times where I was looking at somebody and they were upset about the stupidest thing ever. And I was thinking to myself... There is no way in hell that this person is real. They're going to walk out of the store, they're going to get in their car, and they're going to despawn as soon as I see <laughs> them. They're not real. There's no way that that person is a human being. Uh, th- little things that human beings just attach themselves to, for example, alcohol, cigarettes, and lottery. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that, at, at least what I see in a day-to-day basis, that they just get locked in their zones. Those, Those three things all get me going pretty good. I don't know what I you're mean, talking about. Gosh dang it. Throw no, caffeine like, in there and then, woo. No, I'm talking about like... You got a day. Yeah, that's Lottery it. fiends. Ten in the morning. Oh, no, I feel so bad. There's people that would come into that store with like novel stacks of... Like already done mm-hmm. tickets, Scratch and they're just while bringing them in to get probably a hundred dollars of winnings. Yeah, it, and they how probably do, spent like two hundred and fifty dollars on that stack yeah. just to get a hundred dollars return. Or people who just come back and forth and get one ticket, go off to the side, scratch it, see what happens, come back, get the same thing five or six other times, and whenever they call it good. They just leave. <laughs> Scratch off lottery and Powerball lottery and stuff like that is literally, in my personal opinion, one of the worst things ever invented. No, ever. absolutely. It's, On the planet Earth. It's it's um, stealing from the poor to give to the rich. Yeah. Like if, like I get it. It's tricking it, people out of their money. Yeah. There is a, there is a real sense of uh, adrenaline when you're gambling. Like, like anything, there's of course healthy and non-healthy ways and gambling is a, a decent way to relieve stress if you like certain things like that but go to a casino like I'm not even saying go to like I don't play slot machines but I don't know like I'd rather play poker and gamble with my money than yeah. scratch off because at least I have some sort of chance to where I like it, it's on me if I lose like I don't know I would rather go to Vegas than like a musty old gas station to buy five scratchers and I think I would rather flip a coin right now for $100 than buy any lottery ticket oh yeah yeah. 
Because then we know. 50 Because if you don't get the $100, you still have the coin. Yeah. So you're not losing any money. <laughs> well, it's kind of ironically the same with scratch-off tickets. You could spend your whole paycheck on scratch-off tickets and you'll still have a nickel or a quarter or whatever you're scratching them with. Yeah, that's true. Gosh, there's a couple old men come in every single day without failure and get their scratch-off tickets. And every other day, they'll be like, give me four packs of those cigarettes there. And they get in and they get out. And that's how, that's how we address them. I'm like, oh, that's lottery guy number one or lottery guy number two. There was a there was an old guy who came in with I think it was his granddaughter or something. It was she was like a thirty year old woman at that point. This man I swear didn't know where he was, so he would just buy all these scratchers and he was one of the, like the back and forth kind of people. Um, but he did not, since he was probably dementia riddled man, he didn't know what was going on. He doesn't know social cues or anything. So I'd be looking the other way, checking somebody else out, and I would just see this thing pop out in my peripheral, and it was his arm, like, extended fully out to hand me his now-done scratcher. I'm like, wait, sir. And then her, and then his, uh, granddaughter was like, hey, just wait, he's checking somebody else out. I'm like, side-eye, angry look, like, (laughs) stop. (laughs) Clearly checking someone out. Yeah, clearly (laughs) have a line right now. Uh, I gotta tell this one story. This old guy comes in with a bu- with his booklet of finished scratchers, and not only scratchers, but he had a few like lottery like uh, Powerballs. Or yeah, Powerball yeah. like filled out already. Like this, he picked his numbers oh, and the I little just things to, yeah, yeah one of those slips that you fill out your numbers and then I put it through the machine and it prints out the Powerball ticket. Well, Powerball gave him a free ticket. Mm. As just like a free thing, like he just won that. That was a part of his winnings. Yeah, no, that happens sometimes. And when I went to go give it to him, I was like, "Sir, this is a free ticket. It says it right here, free ticket. You are not paying it. You're not paying for this one." And he was like, "No, I refuse to pay." And I was just like, "Well, good, because you good. don't have to." Like, he's just like, "I put it down for the one that it came with." Yeah, I was like, "Here's the one that you wanted originally, and also here's the free ticket that it printed off." I can't help that it prints off a free oh ticket. I didn't choose. There's not a button for me to press that just randomly gives people free tickets. No, the lottery thing does it on its own. It's randomly generated and it gives you whatever. And so I give you whatever it prints off for me. And he was like, you're throwing off my routine, man. I'm like, well, sir, if a free $15 ticket ruins your routine and throws you off, then, sir, I'm quite glad. I actually hope you win. I hope you win $10 billion. So you would feel the most ridiculous you've ever felt in your entire existence. <laughs> that and then you would feel obligated to return to me, and no. specifically me, no. and give me some of those no. No. I think he would probably just be like, man, that guy at the gas station was an ass. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, you know, this is a lot of money. The guy I got from was an ass. Gosh dang it. I had to point it out that he was uh. not being smart. I'm kidding. That would throw me off, too, though. I don't know how I'd vibe with that. That's like, I go into the gas station almost every day on my way to work and get a monster energy because I am a bit addicted. 
if they just randomly pulled another one out from under the counter and handed it to me, I'd be like, whoa. Well, what do I do with this? Like, do I just leave it in my well, car while I work? Would you still be confused if the person explained it to you? Yeah, this is your free complimentary. Well, yeah, spirit. I would kind of be confused because I'd be like, first of all, where have these been all my life? And second is this of all, a chance thing. Well, no, like I get what he was saying though, because like I don't want two monsters. I would have got two monsters. He probably doesn't want to have to like check two tickets because he doesn't usually check two well, tickets. Well, I, I it's not like hope that it's literally okay. So lottery is different from monsters. You can get free lottery. You don't always get free monsters. <laughs> But speaking of free, we did get free Freddy's the other day. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, we went through their order, and they took our cards and said, Machines down, handed our cards back, gave us our food. Nice. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And literally the lady, she's like, just just leave. And we're like, oh, yeah. okay. Just Are you go. sure? This <laughs> isn't like, stealing. Just get out. <laughs> you good? All right. Uh, and then we got free Freddy's. And it was like 20 bucks worth of Freddy's. Mm-hmm. Freddy's usually isn't All cheap. All for free, yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. I, I felt like, very special. That's yeah, it's pretty good. Nolan thought because the waitress thought we were hot. But I, the waitress had the hots for Luke. He won't admit it. It wasn't a waitress. It's a, like a drive-through. So she just broke the system just to get you. <laughs> <laughs> I I think so. I think she probably used one of her uh, free meals because she wanted Luke's number or something. But she went to the well, back. she sure she didn't ask to... for it. He's like, supposed to take the free food as a hint, man. Like, oh, thanks for the free food. Here's she went my to the back. <laughs> she went to the back, unplugged the Wi-Fi. Came <laughs> <laughs> back. Oh no, man, system's down. I guess uh, getting free food. Like, what are you? What am I supposed to do? Like, give free food and here, take my number and yeah, basically, if you have a business card, that'd be like ideal. You could just whip one out. Um, could ask for a pen. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. This, this guy gave my number to uh, Big Whiskey's hostess, and she texted him. Yo, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I, I was just giving him a hard time, and I like wrote his his phone number down and like threw it down in front of his plate. And then I went to the bathroom, and they like as the rest of us were leaving, and so I got back when everyone was already in the car, and I saw the hostess cleaning up our table, and I was like, I walked up to her, and I was like, hey, so let you know, my buddy, the one that was sitting across from me, I don't know if you remember, but uh, he, I, he thought you like, I know you remember. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, I just wanted to make sure you saw this. Uh, then, yeah, uh, she kind of slid it. it closer. No, I handed it to her. Oh. <laughs> I physically handed it to her. Well, I mean, she was, like, standing there talking to me. I wasn't just going to, like, slide a paper across the table. I definitely think, because she messaged me and was like, this is her boyfriend and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, my guy, I mean, my girl. I mean, like, I, who I didn't does bl- that? Who, have right. you ever had a girlfriend and and she's like, Oh, this dude hit on me today, and then you're like, "Let me talk to him." I've never done that. I don't think <laughs> I've ever done that either. I've now I've messed with dudes who are like messaging my girlfriend at the time. Like I just kind of I mess with them. <coughs> just send them random. I've also done that. Ideas. Yeah, no, like whenever like just a goof. Like your girl gets like a sh- a picture without like a shirt or something, and yeah. you send one back like without your shirt on. Like, <laughs> you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've never really done that myself, but if I'm going to text somebody from my my significant other's phone, 
It, they're not going to know it's me. Well, no, I guess it ruins the fun of it. Yeah, that's, no, that is the point. Like, it, like for example, if it's a dude messaging my girl, and like she knows, like if she's not obviously messaging him back by herself, yeah. then of course I'm going to have fun and just like screw around with the guy. Well, and if she's not messaging him back at all, you could just leave it alone, right? Well, yeah, but of course, like Owen was saying, he's like, just a little bit of fun. You just no, okay. make your no. girl seem a little less attractive because of the messages you <laughs> send. Lower her value. <laughs> uh, that for the, that is for the little... sake of a joke. I'm yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, not really what I meant. No, we're right. fucking with you. <laughs> but it it is funny to do that. It is. But in the same sense, they don't know it's her boyfriend or whatever. Because obviously, when they messaged her, they didn't realize she had a boyfriend. Like, especially when you start dating somebody and you have those dudes that have been kind of like wanting to get with your girl for like a while. But you're the guy that she ended up actually wanting to date and you start dating. There's obviously, with every single girl, there's a couple other dudes that have always been messaging her. And so, I I don't I haven't done this a lot. I don't I didn't really do this a lot. I would just message them and be like, oh, I'm just I'm just chilling and. Wait, just... so you would start a dialogue as your girl? No, no, they would message her and me. I would continue the dialogue as my girl. But your girl wouldn't have continued the dialogue if you didn't have her. Family. Oh, a hundred percent. She would have or wouldn't have. Would not have. So you just jump right and just I, for the, just for the fun like, of it. And, but, like no suspicion, nothing, just what up, yep. boo? Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> like, hey, I was just picking my belly button earlier and just thinking, and the guy would be like, um, damn, that's pretty hot. No, actually, kind of be like that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, they're damn, the ones that it worked button. on. Let me see. Pigs. <laughs> Pigs. I would be that guy just messing with them and they wouldn't keep talking. They would eventually learn that maybe this girl isn't who she really is. Or maybe, maybe this is a whole man. <laughs> this is a whole man. <laughs> or maybe this is just some dude. But, oh, do you guys remember Omegle? Oh my God. Or Omegle? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so for viewers or listeners who don't know what Omegle is, Omegle.com is basically like a video chat thing that you get on your computer, you have your little webcam, and you just type in, like, on the website, you type interests. For example, football. Type in as your interest, and then you'll be randomly matched with somebody who likes football as well. And then you would video chat with them. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter what the topic would be. No. If you want to see a middle-aged Arabian man on a low-quality webcam jerking off, yes. go on that website, yeah. and that's exactly what you Put your interest as hiking, and you will see a middle-aged see Arabian a man <laughs> with... Yeah, yeah. You'll see him outside on top of a hill, <laughs> just, just wanking. So me and my buddy, we would get on there. This was... Mm, Early high school, late middle school, back when it was popular. We would get on there, and we would, for some weird reason, we knew the algorithm and what that website was really all about, but we would, for some reason, in the back of our minds, they're like, there's got to be two girls, 
two middle school, high school aged girls just for us wanting we to got talk. A chance it. We got a ch- yeah, exactly. We're like, we gotta try. It was all day. A good ninety nine point nine percent Arabian stroke was Arabian <laughs> strokes, all right? They should rename Omegle to Arabian Strokes. That's a good <laughs> for them. Low quality webcams are welcome. There was this <laughs> there was this one guy, I'm like, dang, like this is literally like opening gateways to like sexual harassment on minors like a hundred percent oh yeah oh yeah no like 100 percent. it was awful but me and my buddy brian did not care we're like screw it we're gonna get on here we're gonna we're gonna wait for that 0.01 percent chance that there'll be two girls our age to talk to do you know why because i also i mean i feel like anyone who grew up around the same time yeah did you get on a mangle like a few times (laughs) just a few times just a few times. What was your What was your main goal on Omega? What were you looking for? At this point, I don't remember. I was just like, I see other people on this. You're thinking like, you know, first off, friends. Yeah. Meet new people. Third, maybe there'll be some girls on there. Maybe, you know, could be a little benefit. I noticed that, for one, you can meet a friend from time to time. There's some cool people on there. Um, there are no girls. No girls. And there are no girls because of the third point, which is it's mostly Arabian dudes smoking <laughs> <laughs> their butts. <laughs> and so, like, there's kind of this thing that just naturally happens where, like, the more, the more damn near harassment sexually, the less women on a platform. And yeah. so I think, I think um, every 13-year-old boy from our generation has had their dreams crushed. Well, gosh, After like dang 20 it. clicks. And Literally. We met, <laughs> we met two girls. We really did. Really? That were our age. Like, exactly. What? That's why. Like, this one experience <laughs> caused us to continue forever looking <laughs> for that. And Still on Omegle. Literally. But these two girls were psycho. <laughs> like, absolutely crazy. And they were both from California. And so, one was named Tiffany, and the other one was Ariana. Tiffany and Ariana, and we just called them Tiffany California or Ariana California, and that they would be on our Snapchats like that, just to like give us a reminder of who they actually were. Like, oh, we met those girls on Omegle. Random girl one and random girl two. Well, Omegle Tiffany, one, Omegle. Tiffany was <laughs> Tiffany was the girl that talked to both me and my buddy the most, and was most active and continued texting us. And she was one of those girls who was like, "I'm gonna kill myself every single day." And slowly, when somebody says that every single day, you kind of stop believing them. Of course, first, the initial, you're like, don't do that. And you try yeah. to, like, talk them out, talk them through it. But then later, then you start, like, eh, they're just pulling stuff out of their butt, like, at this point. And it's oh, terrible to say, but you're right. Yeah. <laughs> but Brian, my homie, literally got that, like, I'm killing myself. And she calls him, literally slices her wrists in front of him. In front of him? What do you mean in like front of him? Like, they were video chatting on uh, Snapchat. And he's just like, uh, I gotta call the police now. And so he literally did. Saved her life. Like, she didn't die. Oh but, like, I, we never heard from her ever again after that. But at the same time, it was just like, all that work. All that stuff that we believed in, and we thought we were 100% right, and we thought those two girls were just out there in the world just for me and him. 
that wasn't the case. There's, you might find those two girls that you were looking for, but they're going to be turning out to be psychos. Probably I don't, crazy. I Probably don't say crazy. that committing suicide is psycho at all, like by any means. Like there's. I some... think you said verbatim, suicide. <laughs> if you say it long enough, they're not going to do it. Okay, well, if you... Right. If you say something, it's like the boy who cried wolf. Exactly like the boy who cried wolf. That's the moral of that, that story, is, I think. Yeah. And of course, my buddy answered that video call not thinking it was going to be like that. Otherwise, I'm pretty dang sure... He, he accidentally wouldn't. answered the phone when the wolf really was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just... Oh, just wild like that. And there was this other guy. Like, we... We met this one dude, kind of chubbier-looking, middle-aged guy, and he, we were having a conversation, and it was a decent conversation, like about SpongeBob and like other little topics. Right. Like he was a, topic. he was a normal guy for sure. Um, well, let me finish the story. Yeah, I, I can catch the drift of where anyway, it's going. Anyway, anyway, literally, we were having a normal conversation, and then we were like, "All right, man, like we we probably gotta leave." He was like, "All right." Before you guys go, there's something you guys gotta see. And right before we were able to hit disconnect, the guy pulls his drawers down and shows us his Patrick star. It literally was sucked in. Oh my to the god! It, it had a star imprint. Like it was very traumatizing for me. But my buddy was laughing so hard. <laughs> no, I'd be crying. I would have been the buddy laughing for sure. <laughs> no, I would have sure. myself. I was just like, ah! He's got a funny pee-pee. <laughs> and he's just like, no, my buddy was like, he turned around and showed him his asshole. Oh! <laughs> no. What? It was his pee-pee. You were right. It was literally so tiny. And like it was like sucking into his body almost. And like... The skin around it just <sighs> had a star in front. Like, this is getting graphic, Luke. I was kind of hoping he was right. We'll skip well, not this really, story. but... It's yeah. bad either we might, way. We might have to skip this story. Might have to day. cut out the... the uh, if we're cutting that story out, then I'm going to go ahead and get another beer. Because I'm almost going to cut everything out. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. It was pretty graphic. Alright. So, things in the past definitely... Well, at least... Uh, human beings in general have this picture of what they want to do in life and achieve at one point in their life what are the things that you would like to achieve um it's very vague and like open-ended what i want to do is just kind of anything in the medium of entertainment so um i know how to do some video editing stuff like photoshop or that or not audacity, but audition, kind of little media things. Um, I do community theater in Marshfield, uh, and then I want to pick up on writing stuff because I have things that I want to write. Have you written anything published? Uh, no, I've written, like I wrote stuff in high school all the time. In like middle school, I would do just random poems just to do it. Um, and then I wrote a short story last year <laughs> just off of an idea that I thought was dumb. Um, and it's about a guy who is like the 1800s and he was, he's walking to go to bed and he walks by his bookshelf and he sees, or he hears voices of people present day 
buying the same bookshelf at like a thrift store or at like a not a thrift store but like a, a flea market yeah. there we go um just that that idea that weird existential crisis humor is really really funny to me did you uh, like release this anywhere, like on the internet or anything, or just for your own creative? Just for my own thing, I could probably put it out there. I think some people would find it funny, but I would have to. Deviant art, even though it's mainly for like fanfics and stuff like that. <laughs> but Deviant art is like a good website to publish, like books. Or That's the thing. I don't know where I would put it. That's my issue. I'm not sure where where I would put that kind of thing. Um, well, I guess the reason why I ask this is because I do want to start implementing this kind of question to everyone on the show is like, what it, what's your dreams and like, what do you want to accomplish in, in life and how can we help you? Like, what's well, and to add on to that, sorry, I know you didn't even finish this question, but of the three things, cause you mentioned three things of the three things that you said you see in like a picturesque future. Um, which one do you see, like, like actually potentially having some traction in your life right now? Actually, um, I'm not sure. Probably the thing with media, if anything, because everybody needs ads made. Everybody needs somebody to, like, edit audio or video or whatever. Um, but... What I am really, really trying to do, what I'm really trying to push and learn more about so I can get on that and do it more, is the writing. Yeah. Um, so the more I do that, and like we were talking about earlier, getting into that kind of groove of doing that by a day-to-day basis and just writing a little bit every day. Until um, it feels weird not to. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get into that system, but... What, what's your favorite style of writing like do you like writing scripts do you like writing books or little short stories poems it kind of depends so I have this really really big idea that I want to do this really massive thing it's like staring down a monster um, but I have a lot of ideas visually that I would want to do with it so I'm writing it in a screenplay format so that I could have somebody do illustration so it'd be like a graphic oh thing. yeah because um, I cannot draw for shit so I would get somebody else to do it but for the other thing I was talking about that's just a short story so I just wrote it as as that I'm seeing where your two worlds could come together here <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> too. the silver lining is there man your your writing your writing eventually has got to inspire your editing yeah. Or maybe vice versa, edit other people's stuff or whatever until you're like, man, I've got some really good stories that I could, you know, maybe. like work yeah. into here. You're a lot like my dad. My dad has loved writing ever since he was like, I had his conscious self. Right. My See, the dad. The big thing that I want to do. The big thing that I want to do. Uh, your brother knows about it. Mark does. So that's a thing that him and I are going to work on, but now he's off doing his thing. I'm like, I'm just left here. <laughs> what, 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 like writing, just writing stuff together? Uh, yeah, because he, he was, he had that really optimistic energy, and I had to be like, slow down. We yeah. gotta apply a little bit of logic to this here. Um, 
but he wanted to get stuff turned into a show, and I was like, I'm all about that, but where are we going to go from here? Was it called the 001 Files? No. Okay. My brother Mark literally had his, a whole show, like, ideas worth of, like, I, it was like a stereotypical, like, this kid just gets trapped up in, like, this spy network and things. No, nope. that's... Not we filmed one episode. And filmed an episode. We did. We did. And it's on IMDb. It's I don't know. on the internet. I don't know how. But <sighs> you have an IMDb page for it? Yeah. You're going to have to show us this. I That's have an IMDb it's... page, and I am, like, if you go to Winter's Bone, I'm on the IMDb for Winter's Bone. Wow. That's pretty cool. And I don't know how... Like how I even got an IMDb because I didn't subscribe to any of that. I think I didn't, IMDb like, is like a Wikipedia kind of thing, so you just make a you can make a page about yourself. Well, I thought well, the research that I did because I was trying to add something. I was trying to add one of my movies that never ended up being filmed anyway, so it doesn't matter. But I was trying to add something, but you had to pay to do that. So someone paid oh. for their own IMDb like pro page or whatever just to set up my stuff I bet the person who like someone on the back end of the production team of that movie that's what was I was probably thinking. paid to do that for everyone on I, the cast list. I would imagine that sounds about right yeah. yeah but I have my other thing like for example you I don't know if you guys know I was in a movie called Creeps and mm-hmm. Penny yeah. Man and there were showings for that and there, that's on IMDB as well and I was like I guess people are just doing this for me and now I just have this page of IMDb, and it's it's cool. It's cool to get your stuff out there. I guess we did go on a little side yeah. thingy. But well, I was thinking like back to what you were saying. Yeah. You were you were talking about this idea that you had this creative idea, um, and you said it's kind of like looking up at a monster or whatever. Yeah. You know, trying to figure out what you should do. Um, you said something that's like really interesting that I've never heard like. I guess I've just never been, like, around creative people enough to, like, hear ideas that were this, like, logical. <laughs> okay. But you said you wanted to write, like, a story, kind of, as a screenplay, so that you could potentially yeah. have it animated? Um, so the way, so the way that that works, if, to get something, there's a lot of ways to format things for graphic novels, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, so you could just write it as a normal book. Yeah. And somebody would take those and turn it in different panels and stuff. Um, but the way that I like to do it, and since I already know a little about how to do it, is to write it as a screenplay. So you write like a movie script, mm-hmm. and then once you find the person to draw the stuff, um, you can kind of walk them through where you want certain things in certain panels, which I think that's a way better system than writing yeah. it as a normal book. Yeah. Well, and I was thinking the cool part about that is it's almost like instructions. If you ever did get an animator or yeah, an illustrator, exactly. like you're telling them in screenplay style, like state left, you know, not necessarily, but no, yeah, but like, you know, they can get a whole idea. But I remember writing certain things of like walks out of frame as mm-hmm. if it was a yeah. movie script, but it would just be walk out of panel probably. Or, yeah. yeah. That's super interesting. I think that's an idea that a lot of, um, like creative people could grasp onto because I certainly have never <laughs> even considered that 
I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, there's multiple ways to do it, and I just took the screenplay format, and I was like, I'm gonna do it this way. It's, to me, a little bit easier than doing it as a book, mm-hmm. but, yeah. Sounds like, to me, we gotta do some more work together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about that, like, creative stuff, oh, doing, like, acting specifically. I don't know, something, like... I'm feeling like reignited to do acting and things again. Like you yeah. were saying, you wanted to do a YouTube channel. Like I was also thinking about starting another YouTube channel as well because I liked making my own skits. But my YouTube channel in the past, it was literally like off the cuff filming. Like, this is what you say. And I would just tell my friends what to say rather than like actually plan things out and have a little mini script. And I mean, you got you got to start somewhere. So I mean, <laughs> right. Now I know that it's probably going to turn out better if I have a little mini script like in place or at least an idea already laid out For other sure. than just literally frame by frame planning and shooting as we go. It didn't turn out that well as in obviously I'm not continuing to do that right now but I think honestly if you would have continued to do that as an adult if you would have made it from like so I imagine I feel like we all have seen this you've seen on the internet just like straight up cringe like little kids trying to make <laughs> yeah that's the kind of energy I got no offense we're all, we've all been kids and done cringe stuff been, I'm assuming you were no, a kid when you did this I have stuff on YouTube that yeah. I edited and just put dude, out there on the yeah. internet and I'm like this shit's cringy dude now. I've got like I've got like Call of Duty trick shotting videos yeah. that were like staged right <laughs> videos of, on my YouTube channel of me filming myself playing a game but I have the camera set up on the TV. Yeah, like a phone came on the TV. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am very well acquainted with my high school nickname, Cringe Lord. Okay. <laughs> I'm well aware. Uh, you played your, your hit song at a dance. Hey. At prom. I, at prom. I didn't Julianne was played at prom several I, years in a row. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. thing, the thing that blows me away about that, I didn't ask. Like... I didn't imagine you were. I... I the only... The only, the only time I asked for my song to be played was at my prom, my senior prom. Literally, Julian, I was with Julianne. She was my prom date. And I was just like, hey, play Julianne. Oh and Miss Rob rushed, like rushed oh to the guy. God. Like, absolutely not. Absolutely Shut it down not. quickly. And the next year, I wasn't there because I was already graduated they played that, and I got like 20 different Snapchats of the entire room holding their <laughs> hands up in the air going, Julia, what did she gain? What did she gain from I, just being like, no, I don't want to play. Like, this year. Oh my goodness. She was such the person like that, too. I can imagine. She was like a she was like a PTO mom. She didn't have to go to prom. She was there because she wanted to be. Exactly. Oh my man, I don't like people like that. I was blown away at how like I'm like, you're supposed to be teachers. And as teachers, you're supposed to enable your students to be the best that they can be. And if a student makes a song and actually publishes it to the interwebs or whatever, why wouldn't you support that? Like, that was the thing that I was just, like, kind of taken aback by. Like, she shut me down rather than supported me. I would freak out. I would flip the fuck out if I just... 
like by the time prom was happening and I just get blown up on Snapchat and like what what's happening tonight and they're playing I eat ass I'd freak out <laughs> I'd go well, crazy well my song wasn't about eating ass or anything it was, did you make a song about eating ass yeah so oh that sounds like the week after I graduated I just sat in like an empty room and was on GarageBand for like two hours and I made a terrible like pink guy-esque rap called I Eat Ass and it got so popular in Fairgrove that uh, the police department knew about it and they, the thought, police it, they thought it was really funny. <laughs> you got reported to the police. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't reported. They, like I guess they were just showing it to each other and mm. like, this kid's pretty funny. <laughs> that is cool. That'd be, like it is kind of weird being like a hometown hot shot I guess like releasing something that you're like eh no. I wrote this I recorded it because it's something that I wanted to do just not do it necessarily for fun. Yeah. yeah I was just like I want to make music so why not release what I do have I bet I bet Miss Rob's night was so much better after not letting after not letting you play your song I guarantee I bet, she oh man went home and went to <laughs> sleep soundly not loves her husband and everything <laughs> it, it doesn't uh, now it doesn't matter that she didn't want to play it on my senior year because literally the so next two like, years, yeah, two the next three other two years, years yeah. it was played, and I got twenty Snapchats of people, like the entire room. It wasn't like only you got a every handful. Single angle, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I got all around the room, and it wasn't like there was some people sitting back. Literally everyone was engaged. Cause I was singing good Julian. song, man. We used to we used to go yeah, to no, parties. We used to go to parties and put that song on. Uh, it was Luke genuinely so, a good song. Yeah, Luke I, would get so pressed at the time when we would do it because it was like it was like a the song was like a year old and it didn't necessarily like blow up or anything. But every time we went to a party. You know, we get a little loose and then just instantly, hey, who's who's on rocks? Who's DJing right now? We slip over there and a couple minutes later you just hear Everyone just freaks out. Everyone freaks out. I went to Big Whiskey's pretty recently with one of my friends and I gave her my phone to play whatever song she wanted. And what song did she choose to play? Julianne! Yeah. Julianne! Like, yeah. I was like, really? I'm blown away. Because I, show, I showed a couple people in Colorado, and they'd be like, that's a good song, but never would like bop to it like you guys do. like Or like Fairgrove does, or anywhere else around here. Like, It's kind of weird. I guess that's why like moving to Colorado and then moving back... To know that people still like that song, I haven't really thought about something like that. I yeah. guess I never really considered myself to be someone who can make a song like that. And for anyone who's listening and who has doubts like that, like I did, release your stuff. Whether yeah, it's music, like, podcasting, writing, movies, whatever. Just release it. Artwork. Release it because you never, never know. Who's out there to appreciate it? Literally, we live in the best day and age to be exposed. Like There was a thing that I heard on... Um, I was watching somebody's stream, and he said something along the lines of, if you have something that you want to make, just do it. Mm-hmm. Because either it's going to be unoriginal, or people are going to love it. Just that kind of thing. And even if it's not the most original thing ever, there's going to be people who will like it. 
There's always somebody. Yeah. Well, and it, I also personally think it comes. I personally think it comes down to with like artists and creators. If you genuinely like, you're a human being, just like every other human being. If yeah. you decided in your head, like I think this is worth my time to create this, and usually it's not like you don't usually create art or whatever for a purpose. You're not like I think that it's worth my time to create this song because or so like you yeah. usually just like if you're that into it you just create I, it because you thought it was worth your time to create i think a lot of the a lot of things creatively can be bent to like i want to give back or i want to show what this community has done for me and like that's great but not having a reason to put something out is just just as good exactly that's yeah, yeah that's what i was thinking like if you don't have like this would help a community or this would bring attention or this, if you don't have a good solid like reason like that, then just the fact that you thought it was worth making probably means other people think it's worth um, absorbing or yeah. um, what's the word? Consuming. Exactly. Just, yeah. Well, everybody, I think this has been a great episode. Honestly. Do you want to get a final question in? You usually ask the same final question, and if you're about to end it, then can I ask it? You sure can. <laughs> like, you're the co-host. Like, We're okay, already. Ask the question. Well, I've wanted ask to hear this question. question. I've wanted to hear this question. You always ask it. You well, ask me, maybe, you ask well, Trenton. Well, maybe I was thinking, maybe you should be the one to ask this. Okay. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, you pitched, you're passing it to me. I got a bounce pass. Okay. Owen, if there was one thing that you wanted to tell the world as of right now, what would it be? Oh, damn. All right. You put me in the hot seat. In the hot oh, seat. All right. This is the hottest seat. Um, I mean, I don't know. The, the past year and a half, the past two years have been shit. They've been awful. Everybody's going through some of the worst things of their lives. Um, and just don't, don't worry about that. Um, if you think you're not in a good place right now, kind of slow down and take things in. Um, take it one at a time. And just kind of focus on being better than what you were yesterday. And it could be the smallest things. So, that's it. I like that. Keep trying, folks. Well, thank you so much, Owen, for hanging out with us and getting and letting us get to know you. Yeah. I'm sure our listeners will be just blown away by this episode. This has been a great episode, actually. No, I liked this. This was fun. It was fun. Nolan, as always, thank you for returning as my co-host. Thank you for and, having me. And for you guys out there listening, we so much appreciate you listening and tuning in and being a part of the human connection. All of you are a part of this. And we wouldn't be here without you guys. So be sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to Luke Cockroft's The Human Connection so that you're always up to date on future episodes. And we thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Luke Cockroft, and this is it. Thanks, guys. <laughs>